Welcome to TuneIn's In Conversation With podcast series, in which we invite Kenyan leaders and trailblazers to discuss their lives and work. Today's episode is part of our Introspection Wellness Vertical, featuring Nandi Kigode, an emotional intelligence professional and cultural strategist. Nandi's journey has taken her from private school in Karen to the US military to heroin addiction to building her own business back in Kenya. Nick Jackson, Inn's founder and CEO, grew up with Nandi and they sat down to catch up and learn more about Nandi's story. This podcast was accompanied by a stunning nude body paint photo shoot, which you can find at www.innairobi.com. This is the third of three segments. Find previous segments at www.innairobi.com forward slash tune in. This is Tune In by The In Network. And that decision, it's up to me, it didn't actually turn into sobriety until about three years later. Okay. Because it was like I kept on testing myself by trying different ways of trying to manage this unmanageability. Right. You know, like I was like, I'll just stick to vodka. No, no, I'm just going to stick to tequila. Okay, I'm going to drink beer and just take shots of tequila. I'm not just going to drink an entire bottle to myself. Right. Right. As I'm sitting there at 11 a.m. in the morning and leaving the bar at 2 a.m. at night. Right. Consecutively, day after day after day. And I'm just trying all of these different ways. You know, men that I was... Hanging out with at the bar. Hanging out with at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and, you know, even when you would have sex with people at that sort, at the time, you know, it's like you, people might think that they're having sex with you, but they're not. It's like this empty shell of a person that just wants to feel something, just wants to have some sort of connection, but it's impossible. It's impossible to have it. And it's the only thing you have a connection with is with your substance. And when once that doesn't become enough anymore, you have two options, right? You hurt yourself physically, uh-huh. pain, and that eventually will lose its allure. And then you either die yeah. or you live. Right. So you chose to live. You, you chose life. I chose life. So how, how long have you been sober now? Uh, this is my fifth year. I've Thanks. I'm so Girl. proud of you. Charles. <laughs> um, so you're sober. You're back in Kenya. Yeah. You're back with horses. You're doing your equestrian thing, getting equestrian back on the map. Yeah. But let's talk about emotional intelligence and cultural strategy. Yeah. It's my like heart space. That, yes. What, like that, this is emotional intelligence is, since I met you, is a concept that I... I've engaged with on a day-to-day basis for mm-hmm. myself because mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you've talked to me about, you know, because, you know, setting up in, like there's, I've been through a lot, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and, and here we are doing a podcast and ah. you're in the first mag- issue of the magazine, I am. you know, in nude. our introspection section, uh, intentionally nude, yes. you know, full exposure, because right. that's what we're talking about here, isn't it? It we're talking, is. We're talking about exposing ourselves to the world so that we can fix ourselves for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about emotional intelligence. What does it mean? Emotional intelligence is not just the identification and awareness of emotion. Uh I also believe that it is the ability to generate and appropriate emotional energy Uh into situations that are going to be of service to your environment or to your society or whatever the case may be. Or your team, your, yeah. your, you know, your, your team in an office. Or, exactly. Or your family. Yeah. 
right so applying it or yourself or yourself <laughs> yeah. right yeah so it, it, it can apply to an individual or a group or a process yes right. and the difference is is that you're choosing to manage this emotion as opposed to the emotion managing you so how do you how do you teach us this Lenny like 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 if something because you I mean you very successfully and very quickly people are engaging yeah. with your approach to teaching emotional intelligence right? yeah. so um, you know you've done crazy heavy lectures you've done sessions at your house you've done, like how do you teach it what do you do what's your process I create realistic um, scenarios uh, that allow people to get into their emotions, okay. right? So do, do you do group sessions? I do group sessions. I do individual sessions. But it's not just, you know, we do a role play or something. I, I put people through real life situations or things that um, things that they're going through. So, so if, if, if after listening to this podcast which um, all of you will contact Nandi, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> waiting absolutely, for your call. Your yes. How, like, um, if, I'm, if, if, I'm, if I am managing a team, mm -hmm. you're relevant. Yes. If I'm, if I'm a, father, a father of four, I'm relevant. You're relevant. If I'm an individual, yes. you're Rele relevant. Yeah. If I'm... A human being. Right. In any context, right? Yes. Emotional intelligence can be applied to a multitude of, of um, situations. It can. And the reason is this. We are, as human beings, we are emotional creatures, right? right. Our emotions help us gauge our, our environment. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of a, a history theology type lesson. Sure. If you look at Greek mythology, if you look at Egyptian um, you know, Greek mythology, Egyptian, um, Roman. Roman, you have these gods, right? right. Even that like India, are like emotional, right. right? They fall in love. They right. get jealous. They feel hate, right? right? And you have these universes, right? A male universe, a female universe, this balance of yin and yang, male and female, dark and light, these opposing forces that need each other in order to maintain balance in the universe. Right. So in all of these stories, even in Christianity, right, there's this God, uh -huh. right, that is emotional, right? Right, right? And in order, if you look into Egyptian, you know, um, mythology or theology, these gods had to take time time that we can't conceptualize as little human beings, but to develop their emotional bodies. Because when they didn't develop their emotional bodies and they were given universes, they brought them to destruction. Right. Right? So who are we to think that we're any different if we came from them, if we were created in their image? And it's really important because as Kenyans, as Africans, we're deeply spiritual peoples. People are also very deeply religious, right? And God is a... God is a punishing God, right? Right. Because God must get angry with you, right? So right, if you do right. something bad, then you're going to make God emotional about you. Right. Right. You've pissed him off. <laughs> You've pissed him off. Because for some reason you think you're that special. Like he has time to focus on you and seven billion other people. I mean, the concept of God, right? The concept of God, which is why it's important to, to recognize that 
yes, if God is an emotional God and we're made in God's image, if God is perfection, then we're also perfection. But God also had to work on his, her, its emotional body. We right. have to do the same. Now, I don't, I, personally, like, I love the idea. I love theology. I love mythology. Right. Uh, I'm not religious. Right. Um, I am, God for me is my environment. Right. Right. It's Karura Forest story. It's, it's Lake Naivasha or it's Mount Elgon or it's, you know, God for me is like where I put myself. Right. Emotionally. Exactly. But see, this is the thing. Why do you go to Karura Forest to feel what? Personally. Yeah. You go there to feel something. Yeah. Like, I, 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 you know, there are, there are pockets of the forest that I love. Right. That love is an emotion. Exactly, that's my point. Yeah, so, it can you, be an emotion or it can be a state. But emotional intelligence has nothing, it has nothing to do with religion. No, it has, it's got everything to do with everything. I'm okay. using the context of religion because a lot of us as Kenyans, a lot of us Nairobians are spiritual or religious people or we have deep contact with it, whether it's church or our grandparents or, you what know, because my nana is always telling me to go to church. And I'm like, nana, we just can't have this conversation right now because... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Because I love you and I don't want to stress you out. But because I'm not going to church. But a lot of the guilt that we feel as humans comes from not um, not being enough for whatever it is that we are that that that, that we look up to, right? Yeah, that the, we worship. The guilt, right? It's like the guilt that we're never good enough right, so, for God or right. for, for whatever comes next or even for this life or for that person that we want to be with, you know, that we yeah. want to share a space with or we want to share our bodies with, right? We have all of these insecurities and these insecurities bring up different emotions and then we act from those insecurities, from those emotions, we perpetuate them right. instead of just seeing that actually your body is just creating a completely natural response to the fear that you've given it, right? right. And when you look at emotions, and emotions vary in quality, quantity, and duration, right? Mm -hmm. Which means that if you don't have the ability to control them or manage them, you are an unreliable human being. Right. Right? Because right. your authenticity, your integrity, your ability to operate effectively in your environment varies in quantity, quality, and duration. Right. So it's therefore compromised. Yes. Right. So therefore you are compromised. Right. And that goes from the president that, uh, to, to someone begging on the street. Right. Right. And, yeah, yeah. and so as a people, we need to become more cognizant of the fact that we're all dealing with the same things. No one person differs from the other. We cannot, we cannot punish a president because he doesn't have an outlet or a, a safe place to be a human being because we don't allow him or her to be a human being. We can still disagree that that person shouldn't be a president. You can still disagree, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, that yeah. president is a product of his prime. That means he came from a family. He came yeah, from a family yeah. much like ours. And even though maybe they had money, position, or whatever the case may be, in a Kenyan situation, there is a good chance that President Uhuru Kenyatta came from a family that was very similar to yours and mine. Absolutely. And here's well, a man. We know this as a, a yeah. Fact. We know. I mean, I, I'm friends with several of them. You know, and <laughs> well, I mean, it's we're we're all a tight knit community. So, and why have why is the village broken? Yeah. 
right? Okay, so now, now Nandi, you're here to fix the village. I'm not here to fix the village. <laughs> I am here as the resource for the village. So, um, from a strategic, I mean, from a, from an actual st- strategy perspective, like what it, you have created tools. Yeah, I've created a program. I've created um, a pathway, should I say, that is designed for the sub-Saharan market. Uh-huh. It's designed to to get the village healthy again. Okay. Um, it's designed so that it is empowering for Africans, right? right? So that we're not just buying programs from, from England or the US to tell us how to appropriate ourselves, right. right? We have our own culture, we have our own history, and we want to share that with the world. But yeah. just like we will prepare to go to a board meeting in London, we want the Londoners to prepare to come for a board meeting here Absolutely. and be able to take on our... Um, our cultural responses, our cultural filters, and not impose theirs on our on and us. And assume that ours are uninformed. Uh, yes, ours are uninformed. You they just I mean. translate differently. Exactly. So for any corporations that are buying programs for the from the United States or whatever, and their workforce is Kenyan, they are not going to have the success that they ought to have. Right, because you're engaging with a completely different approach to yes. society. Yes, exactly. So, so... This is very exciting. I mean, we're going to engage you as in. Yeah. We've talked about like yeah. you know, you know, you're going to come in and work with us once once a month. Because yeah. like it's it's very important for us to feel supported and and our team to, to feel supported in a way that we have the tools that help us all work and communicate together. Yeah. As a multi a multi a multi generational and multicultural company exactly so how do we get in touch with like how do we find out more about what's going on with you i mean you're, you're, what's your insta handle uh, at nandi kagode okay so that's k nandi n-a-n-d-i k-e-g-o-d-e that is correct and what's your website because you just launched a new website and it looks great by the way hisiaintel.com okay so that's your corporate comms not co- corporate comms but that's your that's your, right your pro site right exactly that's your work. exactly so hisia h-i-s-i-a yes intel i-n-t-e-l dot com yes dot com and can people like can people get in touch with you directly yes my direct information is is on is on my platform I'm very easy to get a hold of yeah Um, I know you always pick up the phone I I always pick up the phone (laughs) especially even for you at four (laughs) a.m. I'm thinking about (laughs) launching a new massive platform for Nairobi yes thank God take a deep breath. And Thank God, because you, you didn't know that this was something that you wanted to do, and it's so it was so abundantly clear to me that this is absolutely what you should be doing. And look where we are, and look where we are now. So you can read more. I mean, um, I mean, you know, this is obviously this podcast is the podcast, but um, uh, you can go to the in website mm-hmm. inarabi.com to get more information about you, mm-hmm. um, and you can go on across. Uh, you can also go on. Um, well, you, you'll see the magazine all around town next week. Yeah. Well. But by the time this podcast comes out, it will be next week. week. Next it will, week, it will be next week. <laughs> it will be next week. Um, to read more about you, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Um, I think that we should do a follow up. That would be lovely. Yeah, I think we should do a follow up um, uh, on on some of this more, like, some of the more like ethereal stuff that we talked about. Which totally, I, I, really I think like. that would be such a fantastic yeah. idea. And speaking on the sort of like that ethereal, uh, one of my favorite. Uh, 
authors that I'm reading right now is actually a, a Kenyan man, and he, was, he wrote this book that you see me flipping through. It's African Religions and Philosophy by John S. Mbiti. He's, he's Kenyan? Yes. Okay. And he, there's think, a fantastic quote that is he, he... Is he around? Is he alive? I don't know. I actually haven't looked into it, but... He's, can someone uh, please email us and let us know if they can find him? John S. Mbiti. John yes. S. Mbiti. Um, because he says this something, and I think it's so profound. He says... African soil is not so infertile that it cannot grow ideas of its own. Yeah, that's smart. And we need to remember that's that. beautiful. <laughs> because yeah. we think, oh, you have to go to England to do this. You have to go abroad to do this. You, have, no. you, you know, um, Western society is a beautiful thing. But right. we are finally, we're no longer a colonized nation, you know. Right. We're, we're post-colonial. We can start growing, fertilizing our own soil. That concludes part three of three of TuneIn's In Conversation With series with Kenyan businesswoman Nandi Kagode, an emotional intelligence professional and cultural strategist. For previous parts and more exciting content, head to www.innairobi.com forward slash TuneIn. Thank you for listening. We give special thanks to Two Grapes Wine and Friends in Kilimani for hosting this discussion. This is TuneIn by the in network learn more at www.innairobi.com or on instagram at the in network nbo